0: On today's show, I put together a high-end home theater which carefully balances class-leading performance, price, and future-proof tech. Welcome, everyone. My name is Chris, and this is your podcast weekly Tech Vibe. Alright, once again, just like in the previous home episode builds where I've done budget, mid- or crazy-rich home theater enthusiast level know that I've compiled this list based upon several principles. First, price point. It doesn't have to be the most expensive home piece of equipment. In fact, it could be firmly in the middle. Why? Well, performance is everything. And I've searched for favourable reviews, which tend to say something like, this device, which we compared against all others. So, just because something is more expensive, doesn't make it better. Am I right, Apple? Am I right? I think so. Alright, next, this is designed for a larger, dedicated, light controlled room that can comfortably accommodate 10-20 to people. Alright, so with all that out of the way, let's go into my favourite bit of hardware tech, and that's the projector. Here I'm going to give you two choices, both of which are from the same manufacturer. We've got the VPL VW760ES from Sony, that's a 4K 2018 HDR projector that does ultra-high definition. HDR10, HLG, it pumps out more than 2,000 lumens of light with a lifespan of more than 20,000 hours. Filling a big screen up to 300 inches won't be a problem with this home theater projector. It should be noted that 20,000 hours equates to about 10,000 movies, or you could run this projector for three hours a day, 365 days a year for 18 years straight. The Z Phosphor Laser light source means zero maintenance, deeper blacks thanks to its instant on-off abilities, and 3S XDR panels that deliver true 4K projection at 496 by 2160 pixels. It's got a built-in calibrator, dynamic iris, and what Sony terms infinite dynamic contrast. It's 3D ready with built-in RF emitter, but it doesn't actually include the glasses at that price. Weird. It's a beast, it's got 2.1 power zoom, lens shift, lens memory. At $22,000, you could buy the newly announced VW995ES, but I haven't seen this yet, and it costs like $39,000. So if you feel that this is a little bit steep, plus the one I gave you, you could always go with Sony's cheaper model, the VW550ES, which is now available for $13,500. i am not going to go into the review on that unit today, but take a look below and see what uh, takes your fancy. So, up next, screen, and here I've got something which you might find a little contentious. So, what did I choose? Here I've gone with a 160 inch Seymour screen, excellence true masking aspect. One T. This fixed-width acoustically transparent screen with microperforations used as one motorized mask at the top of the screen, utilizing the lens memory of the Sony projector. It provides absolute perfect matching of screen ratio to content due to its highly variable masking system. From 1.78 to 2.4, I could have gone with either a two-way that is like a top and bottom system or even four-way but these are crazy expensive and moved the price way beyond into like super high-end home theater levels. Featuring excellent brightness uniformity, imaging science certification with color purity a gain of 0.98. This ultra-wide screen has a 3.7 inch frame with, high, with good black quality velvet and you'll be able to line your picture perfectly with the picture. Yeah, picture picture. So this screen being so big, you can comfortably see people from five to eighteen meters away from the screen and they'll still be able to see it. And hey, put in the comments down below how wide you think a 240 to 1 ratio of 160 inch screen is. And if you enjoyed this video, consider subscribing. If you like home theater tech, uh technology, AV, subscribe. Alright. So did you get did you put an answer below? What do you think it is? It's actually 3.75 meters. That's not diagonal measurement. No, that's just along the bottom. Okay, so in terms of price quality, the biggest return on investment that folks over at Seymour Screen um, and the excellent of the US of A have got awesome choices out there. So if you haven't, go check out the screens. You're bound to find something you really like. All right, so moving into speakers, you can't get past some beautiful Canadian-made Peridium prestige uh, speakers cable producing more than 95 decibels from just one watt of power now side note that's like standing next to a loud lawnmower or motorbike and get w- the same sort of volume just out of one watt of power that's like 2.78 volts you know one AA battery put two of them you're going to produce 90 decibels of sound mind blown all right where was i This system is comprised of the Prestige 95 mains, 55 center, 25 dipole rears, peridium sound, 3S and the Prestige sub 1000 subwoofers. I'm gonna prepare you now that these speakers are an investment, but they'll last your lifetime. So with high end audio file quality, they'll complement any home theater coming in a variety of finishes such as piano, piano black, white, midnight, cherry satin, walnut and black walnut. Excellent surround package, which is designed with a smooth sound that will totally match whatever you send to it. I note Jim Clennett's review on Home Theatre Hi-Fi. This is what you get when you properly engineered speakers. You get performance that works for all sorts of material and uses. It's because these speakers pass the signal with the least interpret with the least interpretation on distortion on any part. And this is what you get approaching the theoretical limit for speakers in doing just that. So, this speaker will set you back a cool twenty thousand dollars but remember, it's a lifetime investment. Alright, moving on, driving these speakers, I've gone with professional equipment from Yamaha. And that is the Advantage 5100 preamp and the 5000 amp to deliver high-end 11.2 surround sound. 7.24, Dolby Atmos, DCSX, Mercedes Audio, HDR, pass-through, you name it. I should note that Yamaha, Yamaha has announced this year just the 5200 preamp and amp, and it'll supersede these ones. But I haven't seen reviews yet, and pricing is about a third more. So I decided not to include them, um, from the spec sheets, the improvements are incremental and that you will more than likely start seeing discounts on this combo I'm about to talk about. So why not get yourself some great AV tech at a bargain basement price? Yeah. So, I uh, could have gone with Marantz or other European brand, but the Amaha Advantage 5100 amp keeps resurfacing in comparison reviews and they're viewed favorably by those with much better ears than mine. So, with that in mind, <laughs> let's get uh, some impressive numbers out there. The Monster Amplifier drives 11 speakers at 145 watts of power at eight ohms each. Eight HDMI inputs, HDCP 2.2, 4K 60p, 444, Rec. 2020, HDR, 4K pass through. This thing screams high quality, Build quality is awesome. It's renowned for its huge dynamics, powerful bass, yet subtle delicate details. Complementing to these, I'm going to pair the Cambridge CXUHD 4K Blu-ray player. I detailed this in my dream home theater, and I'll give you a quick overview here. This glorious 4K resolution Blu-ray player by Cambridge Audio features UHD, HDR, and Dolby Vision, giving you reference grade quality, player capable, it can handle almost any video or audio file format you can throw at it. Designed without DACs for improved noise reduction, audio and picture quality, this is the pinnacle of 4K player current in the market. And Oppo, may you rest in peace. <laughs> Sadness. Oh crikey, that got sad real quick. Let's wrap this up and find out just how much damage we're going to inflict today. Drum roll, Chevy seventy four thousand two hundred nine dollars wow yes okay what do you think did i choose the right equipment what would you do, do differently put your comments down below i'd love to hear from you this is definitely a high-end home theater but absolute biggest bang for your mark <laughs> biggest bang for your buck high quality products You can't go better than this. Otherwise, you're just spending more money for like tiny incremental improvements. So think about that if you're going to lay down that hard-earned dough of yours. It's obviously a real value judgment here. I'm not judging. If I had this sort of um, budget to play with, I would do it. But hey, I can't. So I dream. Well, that concludes today's episode. You can find me on Twitter at cvanistock and use hashtag techvibe so that I can consider your question or comment for a future episode. If you haven't already, please share this with your friends, subscribe, and consider leaving a review on iTunes. My Weekly Tech Vibe is produced by Chris Vanerstock, with music by DJ Quads. Episodes are out every Wednesday and Friday, and until next time, stay techy.